What the f*** is going on? I like to party. Jesus, honey, wax much? This is Unwaxed. Get in, Lizzie, we're going shopping. With Sophia and Sistine Stallone. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Unwaxed Podcast with your favorite sisters, Sophia. And Sistine. I know, I gave you that one today. You guys, I don't know what it is, but the vibes are off. When I say off, <laughs> they're off, just like my nerves and my heart palpitations that I Sophia, woke up to. Sophia actually diagnosed me in the car on the way to the studio today because I was just describing how I've been feeling. And she said, yeah, you have major anxiety. I go, who, me? Well, yes. No, no, no. That's a Sophia thing. I don't have that. <laughs> That's true. I know. Sistine's never been one. I've always been the vocal one about my anxiety. And Sistine was saying to me in the car that, oh, thank God. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Mike coming in for the win, bringing us some seltzers. Brought to you by Media Zone. Oh, once again. Thank you for the alcohol. <laughs> Little ASMR. Did you guys hear the relief? Happy Tuesday. The gasp when I saw that. How much I need this. Happy, Happy Tuesday. Tuesday. Cheers. So as I was saying before, um, Sistine was saying to me all these little things that she was feeling. And she was like, I don't know what it is. My my whole body feels X, Y, and Z. And well, I- I'll explain it. I was saying that Sophia is very vocal about how she feels. She feels anxious. She feels sad. She reports it to the fam. And we talk about it. And we move on. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Scarlett. But I've always been the type of person just to internalize everything. For some reason, I think that the second I vocalize my emotions and validate them that, I don't know, that I'm a weaker person. I have no idea why I do it. It's kind of weird because I feel that you are emotional in some ways. You're very expressive. very emotional. But when it comes to, we just had to deal with a bigger situation, a little bit more of like a family issue or something that is a lot more stressing on the body, you shut down. And so Sistine woke up with those repressed emotions feeling kind of off. And I go, it's because you didn't say anything. You didn't speak out you didn't let yourself feel something it's almost like when you have to cry and you have that ball in your throat and you just are trying to not let it out that's how i feel all the time and i was saying that to sophia and she goes bro you have anxiety well i was saying there's little things she did when she was younger and she i'm superhuman no she does nothing affects me because she would do things when she was younger and i was like you know you doing these little things behind your pillow when you're younger, like chewing on your lip or like yeah, moving your... Let's just tell everyone I used to suck on my pillow. Yeah, I didn't say I said suck on your lip. I didn't say pillow. Ew. What I did as a child to cope with anxiety is not ew. It is not ew. Okay, whatever. I take off ew. Okay, I think this is a very depressing intro. It's kind we of... To... We didn't even write this intro. No. We sort of just started and I'm... Thanks for listening to us vent, you guys. Yeah. Let's move on to happier topics. Um, we made an unwaxed TikTok. Yeah. We joined. We caved. Yes. Um, Honestly, I think people have told us, why didn't you do this sooner? Because that's how you promote social pages. Y- and You know what? We're sort of just like cavemen when it comes to social media, especially when we're trying to promote a podcast. We should be doing something like that. And we're running this all on our own and... 
we don't have the people to tell us, hey, maybe you should make a little bit more assets on Reels or TikTok or maybe make cooler graphics. But C and I just kind of do the very bare minimum basics. Of I don't want to <laughs> say, I, I feel like we're not, we're not doing bare minimum. If you think about it, it's pretty cool to know that everything we put out there is 100% us. That's true. So it's not done by some professional video editors or people making that. No one's uploading for us. We're doing it ourselves. So that's pat on the back for that. So yes, follow our TikTok. What is the username? It's just Unwax Podcast. And we are going to flood you guys with really, really funny content that we might have not clipped it before. So yeah, definitely follow it. Exclusive content. Exclusive content. You can't find it anywhere else. In other news, Sophia and I just got back from another weekend in Miami. Little update for you guys on the apartment hunt. I think we found the home. Yeah. I think we did. And it took a bit. And I'm glad we spent this whole few months, a couple months, just looking through everything, really getting to know the area. And we felt this certain place, I'm not going to disclose the location because I'm not having anyone stalk us, is where we see ourselves. And I think that we had to get to that point Mm. where we could just sit and go, Okay, I can see it's walking to grab this coffee or going to this gym it's or really being around hard these people. It's really hard because you must visualize when yeah. moving to a new place. Can I see myself living here? And I never thought I would find that in Miami. I kind of just wanted to do anything other than Los Angeles, but I actually found it. And I think we found our neighborhood and it was really exciting. Mm-hmm. The whole weekend in itself, you know, there's no shortage of random insane things that happened to Sophia and I. Oh my God. I mean, right when this happened, we looked at each other, you guys, and we said, this is going to be on Unwaxed. How can we not share this? Of course. <laughs> with with things in Miami, it doesn't come without having some insane experiences. So God. Sistine and I, we're rushing. We're really late to this dinner. Yeah. And we are like, we need to get up to the room, get dressed and go. Correct me if I'm wrong. But when you rush to get ready, you actually end up looking better than if you sit there and take your time for two no, hours. No, it's true. So I feel like we we pulled it together. We, we looked it. good. But that's not the point of the conversation. The point is, on our way to go rush and get ready, we get in the elevator. And all of a sudden, we hear, your elevator is having technical difficulties. It's almost like just when things couldn't get worse. <laughs> I it's almost like a higher power just went haha so it watch was, this it was me Sistine and this one other older lady and when I say her face went white my face went white and so did Sistine's she started swearing and praying in Spanish at the same time I'm not good with I didn't think I had claustrophobia I have claustrophobia getting stuck in an elevator genuinely and we were in a high building this was like while we're going up it stops let me give you guys my point of view i'm dealing with sophia that has claustrophobia she's freaking this is her a new discovery (laughs) (laughs) the lassophobia and claustrophobia we're figuring it out and then this other lady who is praying right now because she's freaking out she's on her hands and knees like basically praying. i am at my wits end that you know when you just crack and you just start laughing because you got it just, just it just got worse. Like I didn't think it could. So we're stuck in an elevator. So much fun. So much fun. So much fun. Thankfully, all of a sudden the doors open some random floor. We jump out. The lady rolls out. She just she, she threw her back. She, she was sweating. We didn't see her for the rest of the trip. Um, so, so then yeah, we make it to the dinner and we're eating. Woo, we're happy. Fun. We have a drink. Couple feeling. 
Okay. Feeling a little tipsy. Feeling good. Feeling it's, good, to say the least. It's close to the end of the night. And Sistine and I go, okay, you know, dinner's over, but we need to go to the restroom. Cause, As, cause that's what happens. That's what happens. When you have a lot of drinks. And <laughs> what? N- no, we go to the. Okay, Sistine, <laughs> you make it sound way worse. I know, than- but you're like, you know, at the end of the night, gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> I didn't realize it sounded like that. Okay, sorry. Yeah, maybe I said. TMI, but go on. Sorry, okay. We, well, no. this is part of the story, Sistine. Stop. It's we true. go to the restroom. In the least weird way possible. Um, and I go to open the bathroom door. And suddenly, the door slams right in my face. As I try to open the door, someone closes it back on my Shuts face. Shuts it in Sophia's face. And she actually stumbles backwards. Yeah, no, no. Because it was a smack in the face. I thought my nose broke. It hurt so bad right in the middle. Think about this. I'm buzzed. I have to go to the bathroom and, and I get basically so punched by a door. From previous stories of people somewhat attacking us in Miami, <laughs> you know Sophia does not shy away from a good challenge. So she's immediately oh, ready so to fight. I all of a sudden go back up and I she's like, bust into the door. Autobots roll out. <laughs> I go Hulk smash. <laughs> I, I basically, I'm not kidding. She turned green. This door checked me. I checked the door. So she I turned green. I turned pissed. Yeah, I, I so turned I, pissed. So I <laughs> slam open the door, and I'm about to get on this chick. Whoever just slammed the door in my face. Yeah. Right. I'm ready, and it ends up being the bathroom attendant. And I look at her like, what the, what hell? the hell? I was. I'm about to. I'm standing up straight. My hands are in fists. I'm kidding, but I'm like looking at her like, what was that? And she looks at me. And she goes. Someone just peed on the floor and I have to clean it up. And then I look at her and I Let go. Let me reiterate. I said to her, where? And she goes, oh, no, right where you're standing. I was like, oh, no, yeah. So this random girl fully just squatted mm-hmm. while in line for the bathroom. Yeah. And we immediately felt terrible for the bathroom attendant. We're like, oh, my God. I'm like, I'm sorry. And, she, and then she looked at me. She goes, I'm sorry for... Almost breaking but your she nose. Was but I looked at her, I go, I'm sorry you have to clean that. That sucks. And I didn't blame her. I'd be pissed. I'd probably be even more mad if I were her. Well, thank God he didn't fall because he would have fell in the urine. That's true. That would have been terrible. So that was something that happened in Miami. I but think another reason why we're so tweaky right now and realizing it, we haven't slept at all. No, we what, have not. What is going on? We it's Mercury in retrograde. No, because we got a lot of shit to deal with that people don't know about. And I think I think we're repressing it, to be honest. And it's now boiling over. Well, I have things that kept me up last night. For example. What happened to you? I got bit by a bug. Mm. And you're probably like, okay, so what? Yeah, it's Florida. You get bit by mosquitoes. It woke me up at four in the morning. I bit my finger, right? You bit your finger? I'm not going to show you guys because it's really ugly. It bit my finger. At 4 a.m., I woke up. God damn, that's itchy. It itched so bad. You got an accent as it bit you? Huh? God damn. God damn. She developed an accent. (laughs) Listen to my story. I looked out at my finger. It is the size of a small... I was gonna say a small golf ball, but that doesn't make sense. I'd like to say it was a ping pong. I would, I would imagine a grape on top of your middle finger. 
Hmm, that's pretty swollen. Yeah, it was not good. It was not good. So uh, I stayed up till seven in the morning, freaking out. And then I found out there was a huge spider in my bed. And if we know Sistine, she doesn't like spiders. I also have arachnophobia. So <laughs> everyone's like, what are they not scared of? They're all there, like, we're saying our own shadow. But I just feel Stay like away. you have to agree with me. Every time there's a bad bite in our family, that makes no sense. But you know what I mean? No, no. I always so get the always, rare no, bugs. You're always the one that gets bit and it have an insane reaction to it. Like, we'll all get bit and we'll put some Neosporin. We'll put a Band-Aid. We're fine. You. Listen to this. When I was 10, yep. I got bit by a rare spider. True. My entire arm turned black and I had to be hospitalized. Hospitalized. How about two years ago, I swallowed a bee. Yeah. You guys, I swallowed a bee and it stung my uvula. I had to pull it out with tweezers, the stinger, and I couldn't eat for four days and I was on steroids for 10. You have I, I honestly I have nothing to say and it, actually the only thing I have to say is she was with her ex-boyfriend at the time and he was laughing when she got stung by the bee that's what you got from the story it was fun it's a good thing to bring on the podcast so I think it's a positive I was just hoping you could have just um, said sorry I've heard oh oh uh, just because you hear my stories all the time you, they don't mean anything to you oh oh Okay. And any news? Watch me not care about Sophia for the rest of this podcast. Oh my God. I'm just really tired. I know. Sorry. It's okay. So, something that has <laughs> been actually keeping me up on a positive note, and I said this to Sistine positivity. You guys, I found a new discovery, and that is Temptation Island. Yes, I was having, I was having, uh, what's it called? I was having withdrawals from Love Island. Mm hmm. And I was thinking, I need to watch something better than the Australian version. It's not that good. The U.S. version, horrible. The U.K., great. So I was like, I need a new reality show island. There's nothing that will replace it. Temptation Island has done just that. My heart isn't 100% full, but it's it's 80% there. And I'll tell you why. I don't know if you guys have heard this show. It is probably the most absurd, um, torturous way I don't even to know put what couples it is. in this situation. So basically, there's four couples, and they've been in two plus year relationships, and they separate. Okay. The guys and the girls, and they go, okay, you guys are going to live in your own mansions, and it's going to be filled with twenty single boys and girls. And at the end of each week, you guys have a bonfire or whatever a fire pit thing. You don't come together, but the girls go to the fire pit and the guys go. And then they separately. burn their significant other. Of course. Yeah. One article of clothing at a time. No. <laughs> you watch footage of specific things that happened that your significant other did in the house. So for example, I lost my shit this morning. Lost it. I'll, is that why you were screaming? I was screaming because <sighs> it, it is the most absurd show I've ever seen. At first, I didn't like it. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to keep going with it. I keep hearing about this show. This one guy has been with his girlfriend for three years, right? Uh -oh. And she's been so good about it. He keeps seeing footage of her going to these guys saying, I really like you, but I'm going to respect my relationship. Like he wanted to come on to the show. And so I'm just going to do good by him and like be the good girlfriend. What she saw. Oh, no. This boy. Oh, no. She watched footage of her boyfriend of three plus years have a threesome with two of the chicks in the house she watched it it was on for a good minute imagine 
imagine I I was speech I I think it's been a long time since I physically swat, swatted my hand over my mouth and gasped. We think we're having a bad day. Think about this. Think girl. about that. Who would ever? I'm sorry. Who would ever? Oh, <gasps> I just dropped the drink on you. <laughs> you guys, I love when a day gets worse and Sophia spills a seltzer all over my computer. I'm just expressive with my hands. Um, Mike. <laughs> thank you thank you sophia um please continue go ahead please stand by i can't i can't i can't i'm gonna move this over you know what i'm sitting in some wet shorts right now we're not putting this i just feel like let's just add on let's just add on let's just add on to this day while Sistine's cleaning, I'll just finish what I was trying to say. Go watch it. I'm watching season two. It's the first season I've ever seen, and it is insane, and I would never do this. I don't know what couple wants to ever do this, but I commend you guys for doing it. Wait, so do you think... Actually, I don't commend you guys for doing it. I don't know why you would do it. Do you think, first of all, I feel like the people that sign up for the show know that their partner's going to cheat. Your relationship has to be in the shitter yeah. to sign up for a show to test your relationship like this. What, are, what is the point, though? Do you get money in the end? I, I actually don't know. I think you... I'm assuming you do. There has to be some benefit to this. Yeah. Cause right? Because I feel like going out in general, you're already testing your relationship. When you go to a bar, when you go to a, a club, you're testing your boyfriend or your girlfriend to not do something shitty and shady. I don't think I could handle that show. I would lose my mind. I would lose it. Do you know why? Because I would probably... Get with one of the guys. <laughs> I'm kidding. I would probably watch the door so your boyfriend wouldn't come in. You'd be blocking hey. the cameras. They'll be like, where's the footage? <laughs> Just my face in front of the camera. The <laughs> Smile. Nothing to see here. Cheese, cheese, cheese. And that's our... You, I'm so sorry, you guys. Honestly, you guys are probably laugh at this episode, but we're, we're just as chaotic right now as you think this episode it's just, is. It's when you don't sleep, you just start seeing stars and delusion and yes i feel like i'm on laughing gas right now i am feeling like you know then this is what we're gonna do next i was gonna say that we can go into another topic that we are gonna talk about but i think while we're on this kind of giggly roller coaster. roller coaster thank you why don't we read the bedtime story that girl submitted yes okay so a few weeks ago we've been doing this whole bedtime story segment And we told you guys we would love to hear your bedtime stories. And this girl submitted an incredible, hilarious story. Too good to not share. I was so happy when I got this in our DMs. And this girl wrote such a good one with the perfect mm -hmm. amount of description that we were on the floor laughing so hard. Yeah. And I want to commend you. I'm not going to say her name. going to keep it anonymous. But I want to also reiterate if you guys want us to read not only your unsolicited advice, but this is now bedtime stories, send us a DM, send us through our new email. It's unwaxpodcast.gmail.com. Some crazy stories. We'll keep it anonymous and we'll read them on air. And it'd be really fun. And this girl killed it for the first one we're going to share. So thank you for listening. Mm -hmm. Thank you for submitting. Here is her story. story. And I told her we were having it on and she sounded really excited about it. My bedtime story. So my now ex and I had sex on the second date. 
The weather was miserable. So what else is there to do but watch a movie? She put the little side eye emoji smile. We had some of the best sex I've ever had. It was sweaty. It was steamy. It was hot. Just hot. Yes. Yes, girl. I don't know what came over me, and I've never done this before. And I still freaking cringe after six years later. I said, high five. We're both laying down on our backs, eyes closed, panting. I was to his left. I went for a high five and I swung my left arm around and up with no energy. He still had the after sex boner. And I didn't realize until it was too late that I didn't reach his hand to high five him because I high fived his parts. His parts so hard he rolled off the bed moaning in agony. Oh my god. The thing is, is this sounds like something probably we would would do. Um, He stood up, holding himself against the window. This was our second date, and I didn't know what to do or how he would react. I said, Can I get you anything? Or should I leave? No answer. Then I repeat, should I leave? my favorite part the second answer knowing full well that i just fucked up any chance i had with this beautiful man we stayed together for five years and we both still think it's the funniest thing ever and i hope you do too much love round of applause that's an incredible story this sounds so similar to just stories that i've had where i remember one time after a first date with this guy in college the end of the night i think i told you this my freshman year it was, he like walked me to my dorm and he's like, I had a really good night. And what I did, because I was nervous, was put my fist out. And you I fist pumped him? I fist pumped him. And he looked at me, looked at my hand, like I just was holding a bag of poop <laughs> or something. Yeah. And was handing it to him. And he slowly just and walked away. So when I say the high five thing is very, very um, something I would probably do. Uh, you know what? You're a legend. legend. You are a legend for that. And obviously he didn't care that much if you guys dated for five years after. But you know what it shows you? You can act up and be not silly. act up, but like be silly, mess up. And it really isn't definitive of what's going to happen in the relationship. And I love that she owns it. And I love that they both laugh about it because yeah. it is a funny story. Like life's that, too short. Life's too sh- That's hilarious. Like th- those are the stories you want to have that you want to look back on and crack up on. You know what? Start high-fiving after sex. All the time. 2021. Yes. High five. That's what's up. What a good story. Thank you for submitting again. Remember, if you want us to read your bedtime stories, make sure you DM us the story or submit it to our unwaxed Gmail that is in the Instagram bio. Sophia, I know you wanted to talk about something. Well, I and I didn't exactly know what. So why don't you take it from here? Well, I had a couple ideas. I remember I FaceTimed you going over some topics, but I really liked when we came on and we talked about something that wasn't always so goofy, sex, whatever, all the time. And I think it's important to talk about things that we actually do know about. And it's the benefits of spending time with yourself. Mm. And I know that sounds scary. Yes. Hanging out with yourself is really freaky. And I feel like a lot of people actually struggle with it. And I know that I've always been good about it, but I didn't realize how much it was a problem until I got to college where I had so many girlfriends that could not sit by themselves during lunch, mm-hmm. that could not 
just go walk to class by themselves or eat dinner by themselves or go Have study you by ever themselves. Felt that way? No. Well, really? No, I feel like I've never felt that way because I grew up bullied and we can always get into that later, but I always kind of isolated mm-hmm. myself in general naturally and I'd go to the library and I would read. I would go do homework during my off breaks and so I'd read and have lunch by myself and so I never felt like that was uncomfortable mm-hmm. and I kind of fell to love it and now I always feel like I need my space. Don't you ever feel like that? 100%. I'm always trying to be alone and I think for a long time I thought that I needed to not be surrounded by friends but always be in a relationship to be secure with myself so I always found validation through the people that I would date for example mm-hmm. if a guy said you're really pretty then I would believe I was pretty if, if he said oh you're actually smart then I would believe I was smart so it took me about two years because I remember I was 19 that was the lowest I'd ever felt I was in a relationship that wasn't good for me and I truly felt alone, even though I was dating someone. I was living alone. I had no friends. And learning to be okay with that took honestly two years. And it was really, really hard. And then I went to school and knew absolutely no one. So I think it's very healthy because at the end of the day, the only relationship that in your life that is ever going to matter the most is the one that you have with yourself. So if you don't take care of that or you don't know how to be okay with being alone then i mean how how it's so hard to even function day to day well you know what it is is that we we conjoin alone being alone and loning loneliness as two of the same thing we think that when we're alone that we're lonely that we don't have friends that we don't have people around us and then we need others to validate like what you were saying even if it's a friend or if it's a boyfriend we don't believe that our own company is satisfactory. Mm-hmm. And so I I was writing this down. I was trying to think of notes. And for me, what I've found was like being alone is, I think, a hidden strength. I think it's really, really hard. No, seriously. It, and it's, I'm proud of you that you're able to get to this point. But I really encourage people to try to take yourself on a lunch date, take yourself to a movie by yourself, go to a park, walk your dog, like do something alone and embrace that quality time that you have with yourself. Because I'm telling you, the most insane ideas, the most grand realizations is when I'm alone. It's true. And you know, it's funny too. A lot of people think, oh my God, if I go eat by myself, if I go for a walk by myself, that other people are going to look at me and say, why are you eating alone? Yeah. No one cares. No one cares. No one cares. And I, and I did that all the time. I would eat by myself. I got to a lonely point, you guys, where I had every meal by myself that I would listen to a podcast during dinner. So it, I could feel like I was having conversation with someone. Well, you did watch um, mukbangs with Trish the other yes, week when yes. you were having dinner. That's my point, though. Yeah, it's weird. But you have to own it. And no one else cares. Everyone else, you know, everyone goes through their thing. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's. I think that when you're if you're an introvert, it's really easy to kind of go into that little mm-hmm. isolated place more so just because you are more comfortable being by yourself and kind of having your own space. But if you're an extrovert and what if all your friends are canceling and your friend family's not around and you don't have a boyfriend, what are you gonna do? Like are you gonna be overwhelmed about it, feeling like I need to be around? No, what someone? if your friend isn't there to pick up the phone? Yeah. 
Yeah. Like really, maybe I, even like I say, going to a bar that has a bunch of people, I still feel like that's not being alone. Like that's really, you're still around people. Mm-hmm. You can talk to anybody. I, I think it's a step forward in the right direction. I think you, maybe a lot of kids now that the year is approaching graduation and a lot of kids are probably going to start feeling this way where they were constantly surrounded by their peers and just people and bodies mm-hmm. all of the time. And now, you know, life begins, workforce is starting. Yeah. And everyone's moving all around the country. And you know what it is? It's not going to be the same. Totally. And I feel like when you're around people all the time, you are in a way jaded or over flooded with ideas and perceptions and opinions of everybody else that once you get to that ending point Mm -hmm. of college or whatever space in your life where you have to just think freely for yourself, it's a it's a dead end because you're like, I haven't really had that time to do that. And I think it's, I mean, you can start at any time, but I think it's really amazing if you can just have that introspection and just think freely for yourself Mm -hmm. and know that you don't need to be around people all the time. I think it's important to have people around. And I know that especially with COVID, we've been really isolated. So of course, like there's nothing more that we all want than to be around people. But I just thought about it because now we're all coming to this place where we're starting to come out a little bit more like we're, things are opening up. Go relearn who you are after this entire in, like craziness has been happening. Yeah. You know, I I'm love that. Say. Yeah. I'm glad you so, brought that up. Thank you. I feel like it's one of those things that people often look at loneliness as um, being weak and mm-hmm. and being insecure. But I think it's quite the opposite. I think that if you're that secure with yourself that you don't need to rely on others to find happiness or entertainment or enjoyment, then I think that's really confident and cool. It's destroying that fear of being alone and just trusting that you're enough. Nice work. Thank you. Nice work, bro. So I hope you guys like that. Um, We can keep doing those if you're enjoying it. And I I would just really like to have an open conversation because even if Sistine didn't agree with me, I would love for even you to just like debate me on stuff. I'll debate you on anything. Bet. Bet. Should we make another bet? Go ahead. Make two friends. (laughs) Oh, God. I hope you guys cringed at that last episode as much as I did. Should we go to unsolicited advice? I think we do it. All right. Let's do it. You guys, just a reminder of how to submit your questions for our unsolicited advice segment. Make sure you go to the Apple podcast page. Go to ratings and reviews. Leave your question in the ratings and reviews section. That is the only way. We're going to answer it. I see you guys are doing it. You're doing it correctly. We read every single comment. So thank you guys so much for even submitting anything. We really do appreciate it. Also, even if you don't have a question, just leaving a rating and review is so, so, yeah. so, so important to us. And we really, really, really do appreciate it. If also you can show subscribe. any support. Subscribe. Subscribe. Don't yeah. you want to know when we're And I don't blame you because when I used to listen to podcasts, I would not do any of that. And now... I do it all the time because I I understand this world and it really is beneficial when you subscribe, when you rate, when you comment. It helps us. Help us out. You know what I was thinking? Maybe we do a little giveaway with the listeners. Yeah. Uh, We do a giveaway, something like we'll give away something really cool and in return you have to screenshot that you grabbed your phone and three other people's phones, subscribe to the Unmax podcast. I don't know. I'm spitballing here. I like that idea. Okay. We'll so figure it out. if you guys want a surprise gift from us and we will share what it is next week, you should get three of your friends to subscribe, show a video 
and send it to us and one of you guys will win and you'll get a really cool prize and you get to listen to great content (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) okay so this question was submitted by t money love that they said my name is taylor or my nickname t money and i'm currently a sophomore in college I'm about to turn 20 this month and I really haven't had the best luck with relationships. College really felt like a fresh start for my social and love life. I was in a big city and no longer living in the middle of nowhere. Then the pandemic happened where I had to move back to the middle of nowhere and had to operate my sophomore year online where my social life was nearly non-existent and ruined my chances with any girl I was interested in. I plan to return back to campus in the fall, but I'm worried since I haven't been social that it'll be hard making new friends or talking to girls. I don't have much self-confidence and I tend to overthink a lot, which is what you've talked about before. But do either of you have any advice on how I can get back into a good social life? Thank you so much. Okay, that was a lot, but I completely relate and understand everything you're feeling yeah really i mean i feel like you and a ton of people are going through this right now i feel like you and everyone in the world has felt this way one time or another i mean getting back in the social scene and getting back into that routine and kind of relearning how to talk to people how to flirt all this stuff like we make jokes about how bad we're flirting we're being serious like it's, it's hard and it's even Going out to dinner with friends, I know for me, I even get sometimes intimidated by. It's it's difficult. And I think that I can relate to you a lot right now. All of my friends are about to graduate college and they're all living across the country. I moved my entire life to Florida and I know no one here. And Sophia and Scarlett are going back to L.A. and seeing their friends and they have their relationships from school. But I don't. So it's really difficult for me to put myself out there and reintroduce myself and and go out on dates and put myself out there in the love life and the friendship life. Mm-hmm. It's really, really hard. But it's one of those things that if you don't push yourself to get back up on that horse, no one's going to do it for yeah. you. I was going to say a good way to just integrate yourself a little bit more is go to those friends you know you feel the most comfortable with and start just there. Go out with them, go get a drink with them or I don't know how old you are. Go get dinner with them and get into that rhythm. And then the next day, reach out to another person. I think what you have to do, which we don't do all the Mm -hmm. time, is put in the effort to reach out first. hundred thousand percent. I always am the one that is too shy. Oh, maybe if I text this person, I haven't talked to them in so long. Why would they answer me? You guys, they always answer and then they're excited, excited to hear about from you. it. I think be that person that starts the train because, you know, as Susine just said, they are really happy to be going to that dinner with you. Yeah. They want to hang out with you. Everyone is in that same boat, Taylor. Like everyone is feeling mm-hmm. the same way. So the best way to go about it, even for anybody that's not in school, just in general, put in the steps, send that text. Do not overthink it. It's really dumb to overthink a text because it's not worth it. In terms of confidence and confidence with the ladies, they don't know you're not confident. Only you do. Mm -hmm. Okay. So as long as you fake it till you make it, they don't have to know what you're feeling inside. And by the way, they're just as nervous too. Oh my God. Everyone is, everyone has to get back. No, no one is secure in their skin. So I'm insecure. I'm not confident most of the time, but I sort of present myself and hold myself away that people 
think I'm the most confident person in the world. So that's just what you have to do. Exactly. And then once you get the train rolling, it will be so easy and you will know exactly what to do and it will feel like this never happened in the first place. Yeah. And, you know, COVID took a lot away from a lot of people and a lot of people are feeling the exact same way as you. I was talking about this with my mom this morning. I feel extremely stagnant in my life. I feel like nothing is going to change. I feel like the way things were will never be what it was. Mm-hmm. But that's not true. No. Everyone's on the same boat as you. We're all going to get back to normalcy one step at a time. And I have a good feeling about this year. I think things are going to pick up. And I think that you should just get a head start on it before the floodgates open. And I all agree. the restaurants really open up and all the bars. And by the way, be really excited to have that new social life or yeah. get back to and that social money, scene. Keep us updated with the ladies. If you need some one-liners, Sophie and I got you. Got you. DM us and we will help you out. Speaking of unwaxed, uh, unsolicited advice, comments and questions, before we end our show, I, I don't think Sistine uh, knows what I'm going to ask her, but speaking of unsolicited advice, last week um, we brought in two questions. We had Scarlett answer about her ex-boyfriend, but before that, Sistine answered a question about Remy the Ratatouille. Right, yeah. Remy, the, Remy the Rat, not from the Remy the Ratatouille. Remy the Rat from Ratatouille. Don't disrespect my king. But do you remember the title of the question? It was Girl in Red. Yeah, um, it was something about like does Sistine does Sistine listen read read Girl in Red. Girl in Red? Yeah, and I think you thought it was something. I don't know what you thought it was. It's an erotica. You thought it was erotica. I got a DM from someone, what? and maybe we're the only two people on this planet that didn't know of this. What? But it basically is asking if you swing to the girl side. What? Yeah, it was just asking if you um. Like if you're are interested in girls, I didn't realize that's what the term meant. That's what girl in red. Yeah, means? it's on a it's on a erotica. My dumbass was looking it up on my Kindle bookstore. You were looking night. for that. That. Yeah. T- <laughs> um, I want to thank the person that reached out to me and said that because I just realized I remembered I watched it back and I remembered the scene going. I guess it's erotica. I don't know. I'm so dumb. It's okay. Oh, Wow. Oh my God. It's I spent like an hour on that. Yeah, I know. You're really looking for it. That's why I'm happy that this girl reached out. So I just thought it was funny to bring up because we didn't know what it meant. And thank you for guys for letting God, us know. That's how much I know. Jeez. That's how much I know. We are so lame. We're in the, we we got to get back with the time. You know what it is? We probably need to do our research on that. Like we, we should have looked up what that meant before. What, is it like a hidden terminology? I don't know. Is it, is it, t- it like code? The Girl in Red is an openly lesbian artist who writes a lot of girl on girl songs if a girl asks another girl if they listen to the girl in red they're basically asking hey do you like girls by any chance i had no idea that's really kind of cool that's kind of an interesting way to ask that's really cool so if you guys are curious on how to ask a girl that you should just ask that (laughs) that's a cool way that was really sly that was slick that was slick all right all right you learn something new every day. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? I think we end on that note. Thank you guys uh, for listening to our, once again, super chaotic, um, sleep-deprived episode, episode today. Yes. Thank you guys for hanging in there. I know that it was going up and down, sideways. Drinks were spilt. But we love doing this, you guys. We love it. I and we love like you. we're talking right to you, even though we're acting a little loopy. We're so happy to be here. So thank you guys for listening. We will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. From all of us here at the show, thanks for staying unwaxed. No, Kelly Clarkson. Be sure to download new episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, 
Spotify, or podcastone.com. Follow your hosts at Sophia Stallone and at Sistine Stallone. And be sure to follow the show at Unwaxed Podcast. Your producer is Will Sterling. We'll see you next week.